0: If you've ever wondered, what are the benefits of an ironclad spendthrift trust? You've come to the right place, although the answers may not be what you're expecting. Hi, my name is Don Thornton. I'm a senior trust specialist. I am also a real estate investor. I've been doing real estate investing for 20 years here in Florida. And in today's video, I'm going to talk to you about what the benefits are. Specifically, we're gonna talk about asset protection, why that is just crucial for your long-term business survival. I'm gonna talk about how there's amazing tax savings that you get with this uh, Ironclad spendthrift Trust, and also about how you can be able to pay for most of your personal expenses with tax-deferred money through the trust. Let's get down to it. So asset protection, is, I think, sometimes overlooked when business owners, even just regular people, 1099 employees, you know, a real estate agents, anyone who does commission sales, uh, they, you, don't, you don't think about it too much because let's face it, denial is not just a river in Egypt. We all suffer from denial. And there's a basic human quality that we have that when we think about worst case scenarios, when we ever think about worst case scenarios, uh, we don't plan for them. And it's more because, oh, we'll be okay. It's always the other, it'll happen to somebody else. It won't happen to me. As a business owner, 20 years, I, listen, I am hundred percent in that category. I was worried about it. I thought about it, but I thought, well, I'll be okay. And I dodged some bullets over my 20 year career. I tell you, but as I got more and more into my career, got a little older, got a little more gray hair here, I realized that I was incredibly lucky because lawsuits are going to happen. You're going to be sued. It's just a matter of time. Most people, I'm one of them, carry liability insurance, but liability insurance is expensive and normally business owners, anyone that would be risk, at risk for a lawsuit doesn't carry enough. And if you want to carry uh, liability insurance that could cover tens of millions of dollars, which is sometimes what you need, then it's it's prohibitively expensive. So let me give an example about why this trust is so powerful. And we're gonna talk about eminent domain. Now you may or may not know what eminent domain is, but that is when the government, it could be feds, it could be local, it could be the state, county, doesn't matter they decide that they want you to they're going to force you to sell your property to them because they have some kind of project going on a lot of times it's roads so they're going to come in and say you have to sell us your property within a certain time period or that's it or we're going to file a lawsuit of eminent domain in the courts where the system is rigged against property owners and they will force you to they'll either they'll force you to take their offer or they'll just take it and you'll be out. You'll be, you'll get nothing. So that is a nightmare scenario for a lot of people and not just, not just roads. Like for example, you can be, if you're, if you're uh, a property owner, let's say, then you have uh, some wetlands, the EPA, uh, the feds can come in and say, you know what, this is, this is protected here and we're, we're going to force you to, to sell it. And, you know, for most people, they're stuck because they can't fight against the rigged system in the courts. Well, this trust, this ironclad spin-through of trust is so powerful that it can stop eminent domain in its tracks. You, you know, if, if, they, if, they, if the government comes and decides they want to come after you, well, then they will, but not with the trust. The trust will stop them in the tracks. That's how powerful it is. And it's not just eminent domain. Let's look at just something that maybe is a little bit more um, probable to happen with you. Maybe you're not, you're not out there as a rancher or a farmer or have rural property where this stuff tends to happen, but not always. Uh, you're more concerned about a lawsuit. So there are horror stories out there about people who you know, do slip and fall outside uh, you know, on, a, on, a, on a sidewalk when it's slippery, slipping in a puddle. You know, in previous videos, I talked about, you know, a doctor who got sued and, and they won. The, the plaintiff won uh, 12 point something million dollars because a truck driver fell off the exam table and broke his neck. Next thing you know, boom, 15, you know, 12 to 15 million dollars. Uh, a you know, convenience store owner had a puddle that formed because the awning above the entrance had a leak. Person slipped, broke both their legs. And uh, next thing you know, it's... Uh, Actually that was a seizure. She had she had started having seizures and boom, you know, uh, twelve some twelve something million dollars. So these judgments can just cripple a business. And the trust, this ironclad spin trust can stop it in its tracks. Because with the spin provision, when it gets in front of a judge, the judge will toss it. The only time that the, the this trust can be penetrated is if there's fraud. That's it. Otherwise you have almost 100% lawsuit uh, protection and that's why it's so key. So what I would love for you to do right now is to uh, make sure you subscribe because I want to give you quality, uh, continue to give you quality uh, videos to get you thinking about why this is such an important thing. Think outside the box, don't don't be in denial. There's crocodiles in the the Nile and there's crocodiles in your head when you don't uh, think about worst case scenarios and prepare for them. So thanks for subscribing. So I'm going to talk to you now about the tax savings that you can get through this trust and why it's so important. A lot of people don't realize that there's, you know, there's two types of, of income that normally are uh, experienced by uh, business people and people who are not W-2 employees. As a real estate investor, a big part of, of my tax burden was capital gains. So what if people don't understand what capital gains is, so if you have, uh, let's say, I buy an investment property, and I rent it out for a while, and then I decide that I want to sell it. If I, you know, if I sell it, whether it's in an LLC or if it's part of my S corp or I put it to a land trust, it doesn't matter. Or if I, if I'm stupid and put it in my own name. So when you sell your property, then any profit you make on that is subject to capital gains tax. Now it's about twenty something percent, twenty four percent I think is is uh, normal, but there's talk uh, in Washington about raising up to thirty nine percent or removing that that uh, uh, loophole from the from the tax code completely. So think about that again, worst case scenario. But with this trust, this iron cut spend trust, when you sell your asset, let's say it's investment property, you sell that into the trust, the trust it, the, the trust now owns that property. The trust sells it then any capital gains, taxes can be deferred in perpetuity forever because it is in compliance with IRS code 643. Now, it's not just, well, just, again, before I leave real estate investing, most people, most investors will, will use the only loophole they have, which is a 1031 exchange, but at least half of those 1031 exchanges don't work because there's so many hoops to go through, to jump through, and you can't find a, a, a similar property or similar or a similar price point. You only have, what, I think 60 or 90 days to be able to, to get a property under contract. And you've got you to close it within, three, within six months. So a lot of times those things don't go through and then you're stuck with capital gains. It's not just real estate investing. Business owners, when they sell their businesses, they're gonna get, they get hit huge with capital gains. I have a client that was selling his business for $7.5 million, I believe, and he was going to have to pay $1.7 million in capital gains tax. Well, thankfully, he saw one of my videos, and he reached out to me. We were able to set him up with, a, with, this, with this ironclad spencer of trust, and that $1.7 million, instead of going to, to uh, pay for taxes, is now inside his trust, and he can use that to buy more property, to buy, you know, to invest in whatever else he wants to invest in, or just keep it in, in the corpus of the trust and pay for expenses and create a legacy for, for uh, the beneficiaries and, uh, you know, long-term. So that's the beauty of this. Now it's not just it's not just uh, business owners either. What about crypto? What about what about institutional investors? What if you know, you're you're, you're uh, making money? So I have a client who is he's in a, a, a crypto crypto mutual fund, where they um, he puts the money in, and this fund basically invest, 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 and they usually get about three percent return a, a, a week. But they can um, they they most of the time they roll it but whenever they take that out you know that's a capital gains event and that takes a huge chunk of their profit well when you have the trust and you, you're able to use these these tax strategies then you're paying a fraction not uh, up to 97% of that of those of those uh, capital gains taxes can be deferred permanently by using the strategies with this that we have that we teach here, so legal tax reduction is a huge benefit of this ironclad spin through trust. And I'd love for you to go down now and leave a comment because you know engagement is what I love. And so you know, think about if you have any questions, if you have questions for me. you just say you know what this happened to you, whatever whatever you want. Leave a comment because I love that. And frankly, selfishly speaking, it helps with my uh, helps with the the uh, um, we call it the uh, algorithm to be able to, you know, increase my viewership. So please help me out there. And another benefit that you have with this ironclad spendthrift trust is you can pay for almost all of your expenses with tax deferred money. Now, how does that work? Well, let's look at a couple of examples. Let's look at your house, your, your personal residence and your vehicle. Let's just talk, let's just keep it right there. Keep it very simple. So when you invest in the trust and you know you can sell your assets into the trust so they become trust property because this is an irrevocable trust, which means you can't shoot, you can't have your trust be like a holding pin where you can transfer assets in and out. You sell them irrevocably into the trust become the trust property, and you can't get them back unless the trust sells them back to you. So when, when they're in there, they're in there. So let's talk about your personal residence. Now, w- if you're when you have your your house and the water heater breaks, and this is not in a trust, you have to pay for the repair. If your you know you have you have if you if your roof gets damaged, you have insurance of course, but there's always a deductible, and you got to pay for that out of pocket. Now that money that you're paying has already been taxed; you've already paid taxes on that, so uh, you're paying with post-tax dollars. When it's an asset of the trust anything any expense whatsoever with that property is now a trust expense so you're paying for that with the money that's inside the trust that has not that won't taxes won't be paid on and just the 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 trust pays whoever the plumber the electrician you know if you want to uh, do an addition you want to put a swimming pool in you pay the, the company that's doing that for you so it's all being paid with tax deferred dollars same thing with your vehicle. Listen, in my business as a real estate investor, I drive all over Florida. And so, you know, I can't write off the gas. When I go to Jiffy Lou, where I go to the dealer to put to to get, um, uh, you know, to to uh, get uh, any kind of maintenance done on my car. I can't write that off. I can't write off paying the insurance. None of that is a write off. So my company pays for that with post tax dollars. Right. I can't write that off. Well, as a trust expense, any kind of expense that goes with the trust, excuse me, with the asset of the trust, my car, is paid for by the trust. And, then, and again, that's being paid for by money that's inside the corpus of the trust that is not going to be taxed because of the how the trust works in, in uh, conjunction with IRS Code 643. Powerful, powerful, powerful stuff. And you need to uh, be involved in this you you got my email or you got my uh my website go ahead and go to it and we can talk more about it i'd love to do a free strategy session with you so reach out to me and we can talk